they, I've had a lot of information, a lot of stories this week. And so far, what I've decided was every once in a while, you run into a news story that really expresses the societal problems that we have in the United States. And from that story, we can actually take a lot of lessons. I think this is one of those stories that we have. Um, and no one needs to read the tea leaves that to figure out that we've got a lot of problems that we need to handle. This story is kind of a parable about the circle of failure. And it's not failure that involves one or even two, but it is a failure of the entire system. And you can see in this story, there's a blame game that happens that really doesn't work and really doesn't solve anything. And until we all come together and we realize that sometimes it's not our fault that something has happened, but it's our responsibility to fix problems, we're never going to get through this. And generations upon generations will suffer. I hope this story scares you that I'm going to read you read to you. I hope it depresses you. I hope this story which could have easily which could have easily been avoided shocks you into doing something about it. This is Gene and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Uh Hope you had a great day. I'm trying to get used to doing this camera thing. So we'll have to see if it's actually work. Hey, hey, it's Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I hope you guys are able to deal with my podcast as I'm trying to record video and do the podcast itself. Trust me, I'll get used to it. My first few podcasts were pretty bad because I had to get used to recording myself. Uh, they're still kind of iffy, but at least I'm getting better at it. Um, so let's talk about this story. I like covering news. Uh, sometimes the news comes wild and woolly and I can't keep up with it. And this has been, this has been kind of the week. I do have some excellent stories. So Friday we'll, we'll talk a little bit about cancel culture but we're primarily going to talk about some of the bills the Democrats are trying to pass. They're absolutely nuts. Uh, so we're going to skip those three stories for today, and we'll actually do those tomorrow. Um, but this is a real, this story, which is from the Baltimore, uh, Fox Baltimore, is a real story. It really shows our societal problems and how the left is trying to destroy our society all for control. Um, this is an extremely disturbing story. I hate to say it, but I don't think this is an uncommon story. I know when I talk to uh, children that I know, they don't seem to know what's going on in the world today, and they don't seem to know much of anything that they're supposedly learning in school. So this story is, again, from Fox Baltimore, and it is called... Uh, titled City Student Passes Three Classes in Four Years, tanks near ranks near the top of his class with a 0.13 GPA. Uh, the, the article is by Chris Pabst. 
Now, just to give you an idea on how low a 0.13 GPA is, um, that's like averaging 20% for your entire school year. You're not even at an F minus level. This is as low as you can get. By the way, most of the time, an F is anything under 60%. This guy is way below 60%. Now, don't be misled by the title near the top of his class. He was not near the top of his class. He was kind of in the middle. That's bad. And this story, this story is as bad as you think it is. So let's take a look at it. You can go You can go to the link uh, at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com if you want to read the story of yourself. We're not going to cover the entire story, but uh, more or less most of the story. So here it is. A shocking discovery out of Baltimore City High School, where Project Baltimore found hundreds of students are failing. It's a school where a student who passed three classes in four years, not three of four years, he only passed three classes in four years, ranks near the top of his class with a 0.13 grade point average. Tiffany France thought her son would receive his diploma this coming June, but after four years of high school, France learned her 17-year-old son must start over. He's been moved back to the ninth grade. Quote, he's stressed, and I am too. I told him I'm probably going to start crying. I don't know what's what to do for him, France told Project Baltimore. Quote, why would he do three more years of school. He didn't fail. The school failed him. The school failed at their jobs. They failed. They failed. And that's their, that's their, that's the problem here. They failed. They failed. He didn't deserve that. Okay. I want to point out the self-centeredness of this Tiffany Francis comments here. First off, she's going to cry. Um, I, she's going to cry. I, they failed him. This is set up for her not taking any responsibility for what happened to her son's education. We're going to get, there's a little bit more, she said. There was a lot of failure here. Not just Tiffany's failure, but Tiffany going back, Tiffany France going back and saying, they failed, they failed, they failed. Who's she trying to convince? Who's she trying to convince? She trying to convince me that it was the system's failure for her son failing? He was in school for four years. You didn't know this? Uh, you'll see this in a second. Um, she's trying to place 100. Basically, what she's doing is she's trying to deflect. She's trying to place 100% of the blame on the school district. She's being very self-centered here. She's not talking about the boy as much. She's just talking about how the system failed. Well, here's a little hint, and you'll hear it later on. Yeah, Tiffany probably failed, too. So let's continue. France's son attends Augusta Fells Savage Institute of Visual Arts. I don't know what the hell kind of school that is. In West Baltimore. His transcripts show he passed just three classes in four years, earning 2.5 credits. Wow. Placing him in the ninth grade. That's one semester in the ninth grade. That's, no, that is less than one semester in the ninth grade. Just incredible. But France says 
She didn't know that until February. She has three children and works three jobs. Be careful, listen to that. She thought her oldest son was doing well because even though he failed most of his classes, he was being promoted. His transcript showed he'd failed Spanish 1 and Algebra 1, but was promoted to Spanish 2 and Algebra 2. He also failed English 2, but was passed on to English 3. Quote, I'm just assuming that if you're passing, that you have the proper things to go to the next grade and the right grades. You have all the right credits, said France. That's Tiffany France. Okay. <laughs> okay, first off, Tiffany France is an idiot. I'm sorry. Um, she assumed? Really? She thought he was going to pass even though he was failing? She knew he was failing all his classes. Amazing. But she didn't bother to inquire? How is he being promoted from Algebra 1 to Algebra 2 when he failed Algebra 1? How is he getting promoted from Spanish 1 to Spanish 2 when he failed Spanish 1? Did she think that maybe she should have at least, I don't know, talked to somebody? But no. They failed him. Again, they failed. They failed. I don't know. I thought it was her son. Don't you think? Maybe she should know something. I don't care. And here's the other thing. And this is going to sound rude. I don't care if you're working three jobs. Okay. There's no sympathy for an absent parent. You find a way. This is something that Josie, my fiance and I, fiance and I actually had an argument about. We talked about, uh, she said, well, it's not that easy sometimes. In four years, she couldn't find out what was happening with her son. Four years. She was working all the time. She couldn't take one day to figure out what's going on. I do blame her for that. I blame her for her being in her situation, too. So we're going to talk about that at the end of this article. But, uh, yeah, there'll be a ton more on that a little bit later. As we dig deeper into her son's records, we can see in his first three years at Augusta Fells, he failed 22 classes and was late or absent 272 days. But in those three years, only one teacher requested a parent conference, which France says never happened. No one from the school told France her son was failing and not going to class. I thought she already knew that. She said she knew he had been failing classes. She just never asked about it. I feel like they never gave my son an opportunity. Like if there was an issue with him not advancing or not progressing, <coughs> excuse me, that they should have contacted me first three years ago, said France. Um, there are two things to question here. One, he was absent for 272, absent or late 200 for 272 days and minimal effort to contact the parent the parent should know where her son is the school child services the police should or i'm sorry um he was absent 272 days and the parent didn't know about this she was asked to have a parent teacher conference it never happened did she think that maybe she should have tried to contact the school and get an appointment? She didn't follow up? 
she already knew he was not passing a lot of his classes and she questioned that on his fourth year, the school should have contacted her three years ago, but she knew her son was having problems in school for three, four years. Really, it's all all their fault, huh? And the second thing is, where were the authorities? Where was the system? And you got to understand something. I don't like the government. I think the government sucks at everything. Education is one of them. The kid was absent for 272 days and minimal effort to contact the parent. Don't you think they should have kept contacting the parent until I actually got a hold of the parent? Shouldn't the school, child services, and the police all been involved? Where were they? Well, here's the problem. The government sucks at their jobs. They're partially to blame for this, too. Absolutely. In his four years at Augusta Fells, Francis' son earned a GPA of .13. He only passed three classes, but his transcripts show his class rank is 62 out of 120, which means nearly half his classmates, 58 of them, have a .13 grade point average or lower. Quote, he's a good kid. He didn't deserve that. Where is the mentors? Where is the help for him? I hate that this is happening to my child, said an emotional France. <sighs> Project Baltimore talked with the city school administrator, who works inside North Avenue, but asked not to be identified for fear of retaliation. The administrator says the school system absolutely failed France's son. Uh, Tiffany France is completely a Correct. Where was everyone? This should have been handled. Um, where were the mentors? Where were the teachers? Where were the school administrators? Where were the disciplinarians, the deans, the police, child protective services? Where were all these people? None to be seen. He's got a 0.13 GPA and he's missed 272 days of school. This kid obviously has problems. But before we deal with the emotional Tiffany France, where was Tiffany France? Shouldn't she have been around too? She's the parent. If she doesn't give a damn about her kid, who else is going to give a damn about the kid? The system's not going to care. We should know this already. Something else that I want to point out, and we're going to go over this more later. Where's the father? Hmm, we'll go over that a little bit later. Continuing, the administrator told Fox 45 News, city schools failed because it has protocols and interventions set up to help students who are falling behind or have low attendance. In Francis' son's case, they didn't happen. Well, considering 58 other students are below Francis' son, I'm pretty sure they probably failed a couple more times too. Quote, I get angry. There's nothing but frustration. Again, it's always I, I, I. You notice this? We see on the news the cr that crimes occurs, mur the murders, the shootings. We know that there's a high level of poverty in Baltimore. Things like this are adding to that. His transcript is not unusual to me. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the wrong person. I've seen many transcripts, many report cards like this particular student, said the city school's administrator. I thought that was actually Tiffany France, but it's not. So the administrator is saying that the system failed. 
Haven't we heard that one before? And by the way, I, I, I hate when they do the anonymous crap. Dr. Sonja Santelis was the city school CEO four years ago when Francis' son was a freshman. But she will not interview with Fox 45 News. Instead, we received a two-page statement which explains what should have happened when a student is chronically absent or failing. The, di the district says students received a letter about their academic status this past summer, and records can be accessed through the campus portal. When a student is absent, an automated call is placed to the number on file. The statement also said the school conducted recent home visits also said the school conducted recent home visits and the student's parents parent visited the school. France says none of that happened. What the statement does not address is why France's son was promoted despite the failing classes. It doesn't discuss his class rank or the other 58 students with a GPA of 0.13 or lower. But it does say North Avenue is, quote, reviewing actions that impacted student outcomes at the school this prior year. What does this tell us? It tells us the system doesn't care. This is a person who is running this system. She's a CEO. I guess it's a nonprofit. I'm not sure what kind of school this is. It doesn't sound like it's a regular public school. But I know that people have been complaining about Baltimore schools for ages, so this is nothing new. Um, the school system's a mess. The system doesn't care. As far as the school system's concerned, this boy, this Francis boy, is just a number. And he's just dollar signs. That's all they see. And they don't care. The child is a victim. But the system sees him as a problem. And their goal is to get him through that system until he goes to another system and becomes the other system's problem, the other bureaucracy's problem. This kid is a pure victim. And we have seen and heard of this over decades. This isn't something that just started happening. By the way, just a reminder... When I talk about a system, I'm talking about the bureaucracy. I'm talking about the government. The government sucks at doing all this stuff. Okay, let's continue. Quote, it took me a lot just to build the courage to do this, France told Project Baltimore. I want to point something out here because this broad is really beginning to bother me. She's no hero. She's not a whistleblower. And she shouldn't be celebrated. As far as I'm concerned, she's an absentee mother. She didn't she doesn't love her kid. And this is something just to get on the news for. So just let's be very clear on this. If you hear bile coming up every time this gal says something, it, it, there's actual bile there. I don't like her. She's a bad mother. She's trying to blame the system. She's trying to blame the schools. She's trying to blame the bureaucracy. She's just as much, much at fault. My God, this wasn't like the kid skipped school for two weeks or had a D in a class. He had only, he had failed every class except for three in four years. And according to the first couple of paragraphs, she knew about it. Tiffany... France is no freaking hero here. So let's get that clear. Okay, let's continue. 
Project Baltimore asked the city schools administrator what they should say, what they would say to France. The administrator replied, and mind you, anonymous, I didn't have a hand on the student, but I worked for the city schools. So he is one of my kids. I would hug her and I would apologize profusely. Again, um, being anonymous, yeah, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't do that because you'd lose your job. That, and that's what happens. The other thing I want to point out here is it's a bureaucracy. A bureaucracy is a machine. People who are using the bureaucracy are nothing but numbers. They're nothing but dollar signs. This person couldn't give a damn about this kid. I'm sorry, they, can't, they don't. None of them do. This is why the kid is failing. Even the teachers. The teachers are there to get those kids promoted into the next line of bureaucracy. Get this kid out of high school so that he could go to a community college, which he probably can't read, so that's probably not a thing. But get out in the streets and go be some sort of society member. Get him out of the bureaucracy so that he's somebody else's problem. This is how bureaucracy works. They don't care, and people in the bureaucracy are just numbers. They're nothing. Let's remember what happened with the VA. Hundreds of thousands of veterans died because the bureaucracy called the Veterans Association never took care of them because they didn't care. Bureaucracies and government sucks. They don't care about you. Anyway... He feels, quote, he feels embarrassed. He feels like a failure, France told her son. I'm like, you can't feel that like that. And you have to be strong and you got to keep fighting. Life is about fighting. <coughs> Excuse me. Things happen. You got to keep fighting. And he's willing. He's trying. But who would he turn to when the people that's supposed to help him is not? I'm not, I'm not making that up. That's what she said. Sorry. She obviously is not real educated either. Why do he, why do he turn to? Who do he turn to? France has pulled her son out of Augusta Fells. He's now enrolled in an accelerated school program at Francis M. Wood in West Baltimore. If her son works hard, he can graduate by 2023. This is going to sound really cynical. And it is cynical. It's not a really good way to think, but it's probably too little too late. And, and by the way, uh, Tiffany, um, uh, if he doesn't, it, it, he turns to, who's he supposed to turn to if he needs help? Um, his mother? Where was she? Everything failed this poor kid. Everything failed this poor kid. Um the problem is this kid is stuck in a cycle. It's a cycle of poverty. And this cycle of poverty has been around since the 60s. During Lyndon Johnson, Lyndon Johnson had that, uh, had that, oh, what was it called? The War Against Poverty. And basically in that, he expanded Medicaid, he expanded welfare, and he expanded the food stamp, and he created the food stamp program, I believe. And this has kept people in this cycle where they can never break out of this cycle. Remember I told you that Tiffany, let me take a wild guess. And of course it never talks about this in the, it never talks about this in the, in the story, but I guarantee you Tiffany is a single mother. 
She had her children very young, probably with multiple fathers. Um, the fathers are nowhere to be seen. And she had the kids so young, she was unable to get educated. And the reason she's working three jobs is because she can only work minimum wage jobs. This is the kind of woman who is screaming, I want $15 an hour minimum wage, because it's going to affect her directly, unless she gets actually fired because they need someone, they, they don't want to pay her $15 an hour minimum wage. This is the cycle, I hate to say it. There is a difference between fault and fault and responsibility. It isn't Tiffany's fault that she got caught in the cycle, but her, it is her responsibility to break out of that cycle. Likewise, it's not Tiffany's son's fault that he's caught in the cycle, but it is his responsibility to try and break from that cycle. The problem is, where is he heading? He's probably heading to crime. He's uh, heading to poverty. And he's probably heading to having kids of his own without supporting them. This is what's happening. And these are all societal problems. So let's talk a little bit. What, what kind of problems are we actually looking at with societal with society? First and most foremost is the death of the nuclear family this is a huge problem and this is a this is a pattern that people cannot break out of this is especially affecting the black community where the the blacks now today are between 75 and 80 percent of black children are born out of wedlock and this is a really bad thing because it's already been proven that children who are within a family, a strong nuclear family with a father and a mother, actually have a much higher chance of succeeding. Whereas children that are born to a single parent home actually end up either on the streets, on drugs, in uh, jail, or in other abusive uh, relationships where the pattern starts up again, where he will get uh, someone pregnant and then just disappear. This is a huge problem in our society. Huge problem in our society. Where men aren't being men. Great book by Candace Owens. And she explains a lot of this. For example, the war on poverty was a huge problem. Started back in the 60s by absolute known racist Lyndon B. Johnson. And he did the war on poverty to keep blacks voting for Democrats. He said it. I, the quote is rather racial because Lyndon B. Johnson was a pure Southern racist. But that's what started this. And then you had feminism that was destroying things. Feminism sat back and said, you don't need a man. You get pregnant, you don't need a man. You're just as strong, you're just as powerful as a man. Well, here's the thing. Women are, are powerful human beings. There's no question. Men are powerful human beings. Together, they're unbreakable. And that's what the family is. Boys need their fathers. Girls need their mothers. And children need both. That's just the way it is. The destruction of religion is also huge. Religion is taking a beating by our society. 
And religion was really the reason to hold the family together. I remember before I got my divorce 10 years ago, I did not want a divorce. I'm a Catholic. I did not want a divorce. I'm not even a devout Catholic, but I'm Catholic enough to say I don't want a divorce because it's just wrong. I can't get a divorce. We have children. You and I, we have to deal with it. I couldn't do anything about it. She ended up taking off. We ended up divorced. Do My kids ended up... Uh, three, three of the four ended up okay. The other one, not so much. So, but this is a thing. Is the family really does try and need... To, religion does help keep the family together. And religion actually creates a moral base. Today, we know, don't go shooting anybody. Because it's in the Bible. Don't go killing people. It's in the Bible. Do not steal. It's in the Bible. That may sound like, the Ten Commandments may sound like a real big frickin' deal kind of thing. You know, duh. Don't kill. Don't do whatever. We already know that stuff. But the reality is, it is a big deal. We do need to know what's, we do need to have beaten into us those moral values or, or those those sins, those terrible things, uh, the seven deadly sins, the um, Ten Commandments. Those do need to be in, into you. Do not lust. Do not have, do not have uh, an affair with a buried woman. We need that beaten into us. But the Bible and religion also has some very reasonable things in it that help us through the day. For example, is it good to use reason? For example, is it good to reason that there is a God? Am I a bad person for questioning God? Am I a bad person for wanting to make something of myself? It's all in the Bible. And when you sit back and you realize Jesus told you, you know, you do the best you can for yourself. And don't be jealous of anybody else. You have your capacity. You have your freedom. Go out and do it. And if you fail, it's your failure. Because you have everything that God gave you. This is a really positive message. And the other message thing that we're dying is, we're losing, is our individuality. Our government right now, the democratic government, especially leftists, do not want individuality. They want collective. That's great, except for Tiffany France and her son. And I find it amazing that Tiffany France's son was not mentioned or named. Now, I understand why he wasn't. It's embarrassing. But I find it amazing that he's not named because it's like he doesn't exist. By the way, that's how the bureaucracy, that's how the government sees Tiffany Francis' son. He doesn't exist. Now, you may notice something. I'll tell you in a second. This stuff is really, really important. And we must grasp on to these things. We need to have pride in country. Pride in country is another thing. The government, the, the country is a beautiful country. We have all this freedom. We have our individuality. We have everything here for us. And we can accomplish anything we want to accomplish. But we have to do it the right way. If you do it the wrong way, 
you're going to go down the wrong path. And that wrong path could lead to someplace death, jail, poverty. And people sometimes get caught in this. It's hopeless. I can't, I can't. I bet you Tiffany France, working her three jobs, probably didn't have a lot of hope when she was a kid having her kids because she already saw it for her family. Because I guarantee you that same cycle, Tiffany France went over again. And that's the same thing Tiffany France's uh, son is probably going to go through as he grows up and realizes he loses hope. Hope is huge. This is where religion comes into play. This is where this fantastic country comes into play. There's always hope in this country. You can succeed in this country. You may fail. You may fail. But you can always pull yourself back up. And the one thing I'm hoping this kid gets through his head is that he can still pull himself back up. Yes, you're 17 years old. And yes, you got to start all over again. And you're going to spend two to three years in an extension school trying to get your high school diploma. But he can still do it. He can pull himself up from his bootstraps. And he can succeed. Because this country gives you that option. You're not a bum. Unlike other countries that say China. That say you're going to do this and that's it. Okay. Really deep story. It Really close to my heart. I've got three more stories tomorrow that are actual. One is actually directly related to this one. And I'm probably going to refer to this story. Folks, great book, Blackout by Candace Owens. If you would like to read more about the school system and the societal problems that people face. Now, Candace Owens is black, so she's speaking specifically about the black population. The reality is it does affect the black. This, the, All this I've talked about today does affect the black population probably 25 to 30 percent more than it affects the uh, white population or the Hispanic population. But the problems the black population face are the same problems that the white population is beginning to face now. So we, and it, it's a fantastic book. So read that one. I just finished it this week. So Candace Owens, Blackout, fantastic book. Okay, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can uh, follow me on Parlor at Dumbasses Talking Politics. I don't know if it's up yet. Uh, you can follow me on you can follow me on, what's that other one called? Rumble, at Dumbasses Talking Politics. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, YouTube, and Rumble. Visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com to take a look at the take a look at the link so you can actually read this article. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Mm-hmm.